You're listening to Like Nobody's Business, and I'm your host, Emily Castle. This podcast is a space of devotion to mastery, excellence, and thriving in our businesses and in our lives as women entrepreneurs. Each month, I'll be helping you tool up with resources to support you to navigate a new area of entrepreneurial life with intention, strategy, and soul. I'll walk you through it by answering your specific questions, help get you on top of it with actionable tips, look under it to help you reprogram your subconscious mind for more ease, and when it comes to the common traps I see many of my coaching clients and listeners fall into, I'll get you over it. Together, we'll explore a broad range of topics that impact and influence how you show up to lead the business your soul came here to create, including wellness, prosperity, growth, spirituality, and fulfillment. I'm so excited and grateful you found your way here. Let's dive into today's episode so you can add something new to your toolbox of expansion and learn how to master entrepreneurship and life like nobody's business. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, Okay, my love, welcome to our Through It episode. Today, I'll be answering your questions about this month's topic and coaching you through the specific challenges you're facing. Let's get to it and through it together. Nobody's business. Hello, friends. Welcome back to this week's episode of Like Nobody's Business. I'm so excited to be here with you. This is the first episode of this kind, and I'm excited to answer some of your questions. A quick reminder that you can head to the link in the show notes or emilycastle.com slash podcast where there is a form to submit your question and i'm so excited to answer some of these and dig in because these are juicy okay some of these are questions actually all of these are questions that i hear so often so please know if you are listening and thinking oh my gosh i thought i was the only one you are so not alone Um, also if you submitted these questions or you asked them please know you are also not alone this is such common stuff that we're all dealing with so Let's dig in. The first question is, uh, well, some of these are like statements and then questions. So here's the first one. I found myself now fully out of a job where I work for someone else and full-time in my business. I thought that once I left my job and was full-time in my business, I'd have a more spacious schedule and envisioned spending lots of free time doing things like self-care, reading books, spending more time with my partner and friends, and the like. How can I stop this nasty pattern of overfilling my time and feel more spacious instead? Okay, whoa. This is an awesome question. I'm excited to kick off with this one. So the reality is we think that a spacious and easeful schedule will just happen automatically when we start a business and are in control of our own time. 
We quickly find out though, that the boss or the workplace or the environment or the previous circumstances we were in were not actually the problem. (laughs) As we overfill our calendar and never learned how to create healthy boundaries around our time, or we never learned how to prioritize what's really important or how to use time intentionally to enhance our well-being and our fulfillment. So the only way that this pattern changes and we set ourselves free from it is we take concrete actions and set new limits and boundaries around our time and become super crystal clear about what we value and how we express our values through how we spend the precious resource of our time. We can sort of like fall into this pattern of justifying adding more to our plate because we have less we actually have to do that anyone else is holding us accountable to, right? When it's just us employing us (laughs) and being the boss of us. But quickly, that can become really overwhelming. So an example of this is when I was just starting my business, I felt like I had no idea what the heck I was doing. And I, when I left my, well, I, I was doing plenty of things. And then when I actually left my full-time job, I found myself like sitting around and feeling really unfocused and therefore really unproductive because I felt like I have no idea what I should be doing right now. So then I just started doing everything and I wanted to throw spaghetti at the wall and see what stuck, right? And I think that's okay for a time, but also do we really know what's working if we're trying to do everything at the same time? Probably not. It's not a great scientific experiment, right? We want to test one variable at a time. So, um, I think, you know, this is a tricky one. We probably all internalize this sort of cultural, like cult of productivity and efficiency within us. And yet it is not a fast track to fulfillment. It's also, it's actually a fast track to burnout, right? And the only way that we're ever going to have a more spacious schedule and actually prioritize the things that we say we value is actively making space for them. And so a practice that I have every week is I look at my calendar for the week ahead and I see what is, and and actually this is more of an ongoing practice. So this might be a a weekly ritual for you, or it might just become the lens through which you look at how you're spending and scheduling your time. Um, But each week I try to do this like on Fridays for the week ahead is I'll look at my calendar. I'll pull up my Google calendar and I'll look at like, what's the spread of the week. And I'll schedule in time for movement, whether that's just like walks or certain classes I want to take, or I'll schedule in certain self-care activities or even coffee dates with friends or lunches or whatever I need for my own well-being. I'll schedule in date nights with Jeff. I'll make dinner reservations. We'll do like, I'll, I'll plan how I want to spend my leisure time on the weekend. And Jeff and I will usually talk about it. Um, and I find that when I do that and there's actually space held and structure for that space to be held and I treat it like an appointment, just as important as any kind of work obligation I might have on my calendar, then I actually do it and I actually follow through. The other thing is we spend so much of our time 
doing things that are so non-essential that are just like fluff or extra things because we like to feel busy and we think that if we're busy or working hard then that must mean we're going to be creating results and actually the results that we want to see and actually that isn't usually the case or typically the case and really what will get us those results is working smarter and not harder so if it's helpful for you to think about this in reverse think about how do you actually want to spend your time during the week put all of those things in put all of those appointments in block off all the hours that you would need to do that and then see what space you have left over for work <laughs> and then fill in those gaps with the blocks of time that you need to get the things done that are important to your business to move it forward usually right this is like philip's law or something the tasks that we have to do anything is going to take up as much time as we give it so if if we have a task that really only takes us 20 minutes but we give it three hours we'll find ways to distract ourselves or we'll find ways to be unproductive with that time and make it take three hours to create that result so think about reversing the equation just doing it completely opposite the extreme opposite of what you're doing now so plan your self-care your social time the things that are important to you first so that you are actively creating the life you want designing your day designing your ideal week make sure that there's time for all of those things first and then fill in the work pieces then look at your to-do list or your project management system or your you know client calls and see what how many you realistically have time for and maybe that doesn't happen if you're in a space right now where that's a really extreme expression of what what this question is about right and you maybe well maybe you actually just need to make a drastic shift right now but if you're at a place where for some reason that isn't possible based on commitments you've already made and that you're contractually obligated to, then know that that's what you're working toward and do your best right now to create new agreements, to create new boundaries, to create um, new conversations with yourself and those around you that this is going to be changing so that you can be held accountable to that. And also, I just want to remind you that you are so in control here and we often will blame or outsource the responsibility and, and give our power away to circumstances or other people or the reality of our life, quote unquote, right? And the truth is you've created it and you have the power to change it. So now is the time. I hope you feel encouraged listening to this. Go pull up your calendar, look at it, time block all of the things that are actually important to you that you want to make space for, that you say are important to you. Put those in, get excited about it, and then see what you have left over for work and see if you might be able to fit the things in that... Um, are remaining for work into that remaining time and then if you find that you can't 
you're probably overcommitting and then you need to set new boundaries or you need to reframe or shift the way that you're offering your services or products or the way that you're spending your time in your business because you're probably not being as efficient as you possibly could be or you're probably stuck in a cycle of trading time for money and really undervaluing yourself and what you provide for people. So there is a way, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what business model you have, to become more efficient and to have a business that's more scalable and highly leveraged with your time. And if you want to talk about that, um, reach out to me. I would love to share. Um, and I would love for you to join the mastermind next year, because this is what we really focus on is scaling, creating a business that's truly scalable, where you can make multiple six, seven figures and beyond without having to overfill your schedule and without having to sacrifice the things that are important to you in your life outside of work and also to feel not resentful of your work right to actually have healthy boundaries with it where you aren't in this sort of like hustle mode all the time and you're really able to tap into that state of flow and ease and allowing what is meant to come through you and to you in your business okay okay And now a quick break to hear from our sponsor. So if you're listening to this podcast, then chances are you may be on my email list. And if you're not, let's get you signed up. When you sign up to receive emails from me, you'll receive lots of free trainings, tools, and resources from me instantly. In addition, each week I send letters from the heart. Subscribers get first access to retreats, programs, and giveaways. I'm very intentional with what I send and share with you because I know your inbox is a sacred space and I'm so grateful to be there. Flowdesk is what I use to send emails and keep you up to date on things through email. It is the most intuitive, beautiful, and streamlined email marketing software that I've come across. My open rates doubled when I switched over from MailChimp and it also became so much more fun to send emails to and to grow my list. So when you sign up using the link in the show notes or at emilycastle.com slash resources to join Flowdesk, you'll receive 50% off your subscription, which means that it's only $19 a month to send beautiful emails and use an intuitive email software. So I'm so excited for you to make this shift in your business. Head on over to the link in the show notes and start your free trial today and then get 50% off your subscription if you love it. Back to the show. Moving on. Next question. How do I know when the time is right to launch my next offer in my business? Is there a time of year to avoid? Oh, this is such a great question. People ask me this all the time. Right now, since we are in the fall, um, a lot of my clients are asking me, should I just wait until the new year? And my answer to that is no. Do not wait to be of service. Do not wait to put it out there. Is there a time of year where people might be a little bit more distracted because there's just a lot more noise? Yeah. But also... There isn't like a bad month, especially again, coming back to this theme of scalability. If you have built your business in a way that is sustainable and scalable, then there's never like your, your business will have a healthy flow and harvest all year round. And 
especially if you are thinking about launching, I would challenge you to think about how could you launch in a way that it doesn't matter what time of year it is, because maybe your enrollment is evergreen, or maybe it's, um, Maybe your program is always running and repeating itself. Maybe there's a way to work yourself out of it a little bit more. Maybe there's a way to just work smarter in the way that you launch. Um, If you are newer in your business and you are really just like, this is like your first launch and you're testing something out, cool. Um, I think that in my experience, you really want to, it's not so much about like the time of year, it's about how you set it up. This is my belief. Other people may disagree with this, by the way. I don't think there's one correct answer. (laughs) Um, I think it's really about how you set it up. You want to nurture your audience. You want to give them something energizing. You want to continue to follow up with them. You want to really like answer the questions that you anticipate they have about this thing so that they know uh, why this is right for them and what problem it solves. And you want to know as the launcher of this program or this service or offer the like what is the dream come true for the client that you're serving because that's what they're actually buying right the solution people don't buy like the actual thing you're selling they don't buy a mastermind they don't buy a you know bar of soap right they, i mean they do buy these things, but what they're actually buying is the dream come true, is the future potential, is the, like what they're thinking in their mind is going to happen. They're buying the result, right? They're buying the solution to their problem. So it's really important whenever you launch to really be clear about that. What is their, what is their dream come true? What is the problem that they have currently? What's the pain that they're feeling currently? And what is the solution you're providing? What's the promise you're making to them that they're going to receive when they purchase this thing from you? And I think if you do that well, the timing is kind of irrelevant, right? Because it's never the wrong time or a bad time to solve a problem for someone, to make their life easier, better, to promise to do something faster or in a more accelerated way, right? It's never the wrong time. I think we start to get into this idea um, when we focus too much on what's happening externally and we forget about the fact that we are being of service or that we are solving a problem and that is it ever too late or too early to do that for someone? No, not really, right? Um, Yeah. So my answer is no, there is not a time of year to avoid, um, as long as you're launching well and launching correctly. And if you need help with this, if this is something that you are new to, I have a few modules in the soulful business Academy, the SBA, uh, that address this, how to actually set up a proper launch, how to like the, the do's and don'ts, the ways to market, um, how to, get on a sales call and close it like all the pieces front to back of um and and getting your messaging right and all of that so all the pieces front to back of like having a really strong launch and a really strong business model um if that's what you're looking for right now head over to my website and grab 
the Soulful Business Academy. You can get it digital download, instant on-demand course, really easy and accessible. You can start now, do it over this week or weekend, whenever you're listening, set some time aside to really deep dive into that because that's going to cue you up for success whenever you launch. Okay. Next question. I believe in the concept of divine timing and everything working out perfectly. However, I have trouble actually practicing that and remembering it or applying it to my business on a daily basis. What suggestions do you have for me to make this easier? Oh, I feel this one big time. I know what it's like to be in this mode because I think this is an ongoing practice and we never, I don't know if we ever really like fully like surrender and trust and letting go and receiving and these concepts that are sort of acts of human spirit versus human animal (laughs) are an ongoing practice for us human beings right with like a, a brain that wants to keep us safe and protected all the time so um yeah i think this is so i'm gonna take this into in that vein like this is a spiritual practice, right? Like knowing it and actually embodying it are two different things. So my first instinct is to say, act as if, and ask yourself, what would you need to believe or what would need to happen for you to know that whatever it is that you're calling in or manifesting or creating or wanting to build or whatever it is that you're not able to trust the divine timing and everything working out perfectly um, in your business at this moment, what would you need to believe or see to know that this is already done, to know that it already is, okay? And then I would ask myself, if I were to believe that this is a done deal, how would I approach the situation or what would I do next or how would I show up right now and then do that. Okay. So I think it's more of a, like, sometimes it can be a fake it till you make it right. Sometimes it can be a, put yourself in the situation and act as if to create the right frequency to call in that thing or to be in a state of trust. Also, I find it helpful when we're kind of feeling like doubtful or insecure around the timing of something working out, um, to really get just come back to the vision, you know, reconnect with what it is that you are calling in the feeling behind it and to, um, to come back to the vision, but also to really root into the feeling and the sensation of what it would feel like to already have it, or if it were already happening. Um, and to really borrow some confidence from another area of your life, right? So if you're feeling insecure about this, what is it? Or if you're feeling untrusting about this, where are you feeling trusting right now in your business? And why is that? Is it like, for example, I feel really trusting that this thing is working out well because I'm showing up and taking consistent action there. And I know I'm taking full responsibility And I'm feeling not trusting because the reality is I'm not really doing much over here to bring my result to life or bring my vision to life. I'm not really showing up for the universe to meet me halfway. I'm not going first and allowing this to happen and creating space for it. 
or maybe I'm not talking about it. Maybe I'm not sharing about it because I'm feeling scared or resistant, right? So, so where is the, where is the block and where else in your business are you feeling the way that you want to be feeling in this regard, in this um, situation at hand where you're feeling like things aren't happening fast enough or you're not seeing the result that you want quite yet, but you want to trust that everything is working out in divine timing and everything is working out in your favor, where can you borrow some of that feeling from in your business? I hope that makes sense. Um, if you ask this question, have follow-up questions, or you didn't ask this, but have follow-up questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Emily Castle official and let me know. I'd love to chat with you about it. Um, okay. Next question. I want to scale my business and take it to the next level of growth and income. I'm worried though, that I will have to work longer, harder, and more intensely to make it happen. And I'm not willing to sacrifice my spacious schedule, freedom, or well-being to grow my business. Any tips? Thanks. Yes. Tons of tips. Okay. First of all, it is a myth that in order to scale your business and take it to the next level of growth and income that you have to work longer, more, harder, etc. This is a total myth. It is an illusion. The reality is you have to work smarter. You have to be more intentional about what it is. You have to be really clear and you have to get your energy aligned with that which you are calling in so that you are an energetic match to receive your vision coming to life, right? So that being said, um, you don't have to sacrifice any of that. And, and I think maybe the way that I answered the first question is helpful here with sort of reversing the way that you set your schedule. I think what I would recommend here is get really, 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 really crystal clear on what right now is actually making you money. What is bringing you joy? What is bringing you stress? Do an analysis of the offerings that you have out there to find which is the most scalable and which could be the most scalable and which you love the most. And then this is something that I would have to like really get my hands in there with you. But, um, this is something that I work with my clients on all the time. And it's something that I really love to do because often we're, we're sitting on a gold mine and we don't even realize it. We don't even realize how easy or good it could be because we've been so deeply conditioned our entire lives by the culture that we live in that, that we should be working hard and that hard work leads to success or results that we want to see. And actually it's not true. (laughs) It's not usually the case. Um, and the reality is there's a lot of toxic hustle culture and a lot of toxic messaging out there that reinforces this belief system again and again and again and again and again. And the beauty is you get to choose something different. You get to embody something different. You get to be living proof that that's not the only way and that actually you can have a lifestyle of freedom and a really successful, thriving, profitable business. And they are, they are not mutually exclusive. You do not have to trade one off for the other. Actually, they can work really beautifully in harmony together. And um, this is what I love teaching women how to do. So if you're curious about doing that and more specifically what that would look like for your unique business, come apply and join the mastermind for next year. Um, We're getting started early. So when you sign up or join us, you will be able to receive um, 
a warm-up session and Voxer access and all that good stuff so that we can really get you started and building that momentum before we officially begin in January. So if you have questions about this, I would love to chat with you. You can learn more about the mastermind and apply. There is a link in the show notes, but also it's on my website at emilycastle.com mastermind. Okay. Hey, it's me, Emily. I have to fill you in on something super exciting that you absolutely need to know about today. The fifth annual Soulful Leadership Mastermind is now open for enrollment, and we've got some special bonuses in store for you when you join us before October 20th. My signature 10-month mastermind is specifically curated for women entrepreneurs like you who are ready to accelerate their business growth, expand their capacity to both serve and receive even more abundantly, and scale to new levels of impact and fulfillment. This mastermind is for you if you've been in business for a while and are really ready to just freaking go for it, to optimize, align, and shift into new levels of success, however you define it for yourself. In this experience, we're all about creating more harmony, magnetism, ease, flow, and freedom in your business and your life because they're so connected. To be crystal clear, this isn't a cookie cutter, low touch, doldrum, run of the mill mastermind you may have participated in before or heard about. This is a really high touch, high caliber experience that includes monthly private coaching support from me, group sessions with our intimate sisterhood of no more than 13 women, guest expert trainings, two in-person retreats, ongoing support and coaching from me through Voxer, and so much more. If you're feeling curious or called to explore further, now is the time. When you join us by October 20th, you'll also receive access to two group coaching warm-up sessions in November and December before we fully hit the ground running in January, and a bonus 90-minute private planning session with me to map out the next year in your business from offerings, pricing, marketing, and your dream schedule, and an option for an extended payment plan to make your investment an even easier, holy hell yes! I can't wait to speak with you further about joining us for this magical experience to support you to reach beyond what you think is even possible for you in the next year in your business. If you are looking to scale and grow to six, multiple six, or seven figures, then this is for you. Head to emilycastle.com mastermind to get all the details and fill out an application today, and my team will be in touch with you to schedule a time to speak with me privately and answer any questions to ensure it's the right fit for you at this time. You can also find the link in the show notes for more ease. Now back to today's episode. Last question, even though I'm pretty organized and have my task management system set up in Asana, thanks for that suggestion, it's been a game changer, you are welcome, I find myself getting pulled and sidetracked by requests from others on my time and end up prioritizing being there for everyone else, then having to cram my responsibilities and tasks into the leftover space, and it feels like I'm having to rush everything. Being a good friend and a good listener is really important to me and connection is a strong value of mine. How do I reconcile these two desires? Integrating, how do I integrate getting my own work done and meeting my own deadlines so I'm not rushing or falling behind on my goals while still being able to show up as a supportive friend and partner? Oh, I love this question. This is one I hear all the time. Um, Okay, first of all, Being 
a supportive friend and partner does not have to mean that you put your priorities on the back burner. Sometimes the most supportive thing you can do for someone is to say, Hey, is this a level like on a scale of one to 10, how urgent is this at this moment? And sometimes they're going to say it's a 10. And sometimes they're going to say, Oh, it's like a two. You can call me back later. In which case, call them back later and finish what you were working on. I also find that for me, what really works is like just if I'm focusing on something and I have time carved out for it, just eliminating the opportunity to be pulled out of it or distracted when it's something that's really critically important to me. Um, And so that means that can look like, right? setting my phone to do not disturb all the time, actually (laughs) not answering my phone when it rings, not responding to texts, not having certain apps on my phone at all. If I do having them off of the homepage, right? We've, I think I've covered some of this in earlier episodes from this month's theme. Um, so if you haven't listened to those, go back and listen. However, I also understand that sometimes it's actually, it actually makes a task more fun to have a conversation with a friend while you're doing it, right? Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm folding the laundry or I'm packing or something. And I don't really need to be totally focused on that thing. I could be doing both at the same time, or I need to move my body and my friend needs to talk. So I'm going to take a walk instead of going to a yoga class I'm going to take a walk outside and get some fresh air and talk to them while I'm doing it. So is there a way that you could layer and find like a happy medium between things that already need to happen and something that would allow you to be a supportive friend or partner? And also remembering that the way that you are a supportive friend and partner is from a place of feeling really full yourself, from a place of feeling like, you have space and aren't sitting there not being half present with someone who's pouring out their heart to you when you can't really focus because your mind is thinking about all the 10 billion things you should be doing right now and had you given yourself an hour and said hey let's put a pin in this i'm not available right now but i am at three o'clock can i call you back yes okay great um chances are they'll either find someone else and solve it themselves, or you've now put the ball back in their court and all they had to do was like take a few breaths and think about it and solve it themselves, which is great and empowering and wonderful for them and for you. Or you get your things done that are important to you. Then you show up for your friend and you can actually be fully present and grounded. I know between Jeff and I, sometimes I really need to say like, Hey, I can't, (laughs) I need to take a break from this conversation or like, I am not really fully able to listen to you right now and hear you and support you with this. Would you mind if we tabled it for a second or until five o'clock or even just like, Hey, I need to meditate first (laughs) before I can really hold space for you. And then sometimes it's like, and I've got five minutes or I've got three hours to talk about it. Right? So Also remembering that um, Philip's law that I mentioned before, right? That 
whatever time we give something is the amount of time it's going to take up. So if we are really clear with our friend or someone else, like, Hey, I have this amount of time that I can dedicate to this right now. Great. That's so beautiful. It's so great. And also such a great example of what it looks like to have boundaries and to be clear with your time and to be efficient and effective without burning yourself out or being a martyr for other people and their needs and putting yourself last and on the back burner, right? So I think also what can be helpful, some people really love this practice of like getting super clear on what is the one most important thing that I need to do today and then doing that first thing whenever your workday starts and getting that off your plate and out of the way so that if things do pop up as they inevitably can and will, right? Um, that you then have gotten the most important thing out of the way and you can kind of flow with life a little easier if something does come up like a friend wants to talk um, or some kind of tragedy happens. The other thing is, and I'll say, like, this is the asterisk here, is at the end of your life, you're probably not going to think, wow, I wish I checked off more of my to-do list. You're going to think, wow, I wish I had been a you know, really lived my values and listened to people and been present with them. And, um, that, that is my purpose and my contribution is connection in the world. And so if I'm not doing that, then I don't really feel great about how I'm spending my time. Right. So maybe it's possible also that not that you have to sacrifice one or the other or choose, but, but to, Maybe that is your priority over the tasks, right? Over getting the things done. Maybe for you, it's that your personal life and your connections with your inner circle come first and that work things can be rescheduled if need be or appointments can be rescheduled or whatever because you value connection and time with someone and you're willing to make space for that no matter what. So if that is your non-negotiable, awesome, do that. And my guess is it would also feel better to do that if you also felt taken care of and nourished yourself and that you know that the most important things are already done and off your plate so that you don't have to feel like you're sacrificing one for the other. Okay. I hope this was helpful. Um, I loved this episode. Thank you all for submitting your questions again for next month's theme. We're going to be talking all about money. So you can start now submitting your questions around this topic. And I would love to hear from you. I hope you've been enjoying listening to the podcast. This is our first month. Wow. I feel like what a milestone. I feel like it was fun to introduce you to all these different types of episodes this month. And I can't wait to do it again and find even more flow in this new structure. And also a quick reminder, because I don't know that I've mentioned it yet on a podcast episode, I've created an awesome Spotify playlist for you all with songs about time to help you to embody some of the teachings that I've shared with you here and some of the practices throughout your daily life to keep this fresh top of mind and really to sink into it in a different way, not just from the sort of like logical conscious mind, but also from the space of your body and the subconscious mind. And I, I just love music feels like a really important 
medium for us as humans, like a really important art form where we can tap into the emotional body more than just the mind, right? Like we don't hear a song and understand it only with our mind. It's like we get our heart on board, we get our body and into it, we get all parts of ourselves really unified. So I've done that for you and you can find it on Spotify. I believe it's also linked in the show notes. And in that playlist, I've also added these podcast episodes. So if you have missed any, you can find them there too. And I may also be adding a couple more that I think are relevant from Sexy Soulful Success, my old podcast. Um, to this playlist so that you have access to them and it's easy for you to kind of get some of those lessons. Also wanted to share, I have been reading a book called Do Nothing by, the author's name is Celeste something, Celeste, hold on, Celeste Headley, H-E-A-D-L-L-E, L-E-E. It's called Do Nothing, How to Break Away from Overworking, Overdoing, and Underliving. And there is a sloth on the cover and it is so cute. Um, I'm listening on Audible, but you can also get the paperback version or hardback or whatever. Real book stuff if you enjoy that and and that's your medium, preferred medium for um, reading and absorbing information from books. And highly recommend this read as well as Do Less by Kate Northrup. Um, These are two books to just keep these teachings really present in your life and to find there's no way that I could cover everything about time and what I believe about it in this like format of a podcast in just one month. Um, However, great continuing education in those two books. I highly recommend them to really break free of this sort of toxic masculine hustle culture and industrialization thing that is going on for us around productivity and efficiency and time. And um, I think you will love these books and really find them super, super valuable as I have. Okay. That is all. Have an amazing week and please rate, review, subscribe, Um, share, tell a friend, do all the things to support the podcast if you're loving it. And please don't forget to go submit your questions about money for next month. I'm so excited about our next theme and I can't wait to kick off next month with, which is really next week with you, um, with a meditation about money and manifesting more and mastering money. And I'm going to have some amazing guests on, or at least one um, guest on. So submit your questions about accounting and all of the things related to money that you can think of in your business. I want to hear all of them and either I will answer them or I will ask um, one of my guests. Okay. I will have, I will talk to you soon. Have an amazing week. Love you. Bye. Keep your mind wide open, keep your soul aligned, you've got all the answers waiting there inside, you're not alone, take a throne, like nobody's business, like nobody's business. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 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 Ooh, 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Like Nobody's Business. So, what did you think? I hope you found this episode absolutely enlivening. If you loved it, I'd be so, so grateful if you'd help me spread the word by sharing this episode with a friend or a loved one you know would feel supported and encouraged by this too. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode. It's also infinitely helpful to me and to my team if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast so that other trailblazers like you can find this resource, know it exists, and step out of struggle and into more ease. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today and for taking this space to receive nourishment for your greatest vision. And in case no one told you this today, you are wildly brilliant, beautifully wise, and radically trustworthy. Keep shining your light so that all of those who need what you're here to share with our world can see, feel, and experience your unique medicine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Like nobody's business